Um, so something that I wanted to talk to you sisters about tonight. Hey, Sarah. Um, something I wanted to talk to you sisters about tonight is a motto that is part of the Hippocratic Oath that doctors take, okay? Um, and the very first part of that oath is first do no harm, okay? Um, there is not a scripture in the Bible that explicitly says first do no harm, um, but I have a few that I have pulled out that I think um, supports this motto very, very well, which is one that I think we as the church um, need to do our best to try to emulate, okay? Um, so the first scripture that I have for you ladies this evening comes from John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. And I have my notes here, by the way. So, um, it says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. But this will, this all will know that you, by this, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Okay. Um, so to me, that is almost like the very definition of doing no harm to someone else. Um, so it, it kind of embodies the term agape love. Um, which is an unconditional love. Um, so agape love um, is something that is always seeking the well-being of another. So whomever you're aiming that agape love towards, you are always wanting to put them first and their well-being and make sure they're cared for and... Um, you know, they're okay. They're protected. They're provided for. They're nourished. They're anything good through agape love is it's all encompassing. It's unconditional. Okay. Um, so another thing that I wanted to, um, bring up with you ladies about first doing no harm is um, that it's, it is important. It is an important motto that we need to try to embody. We need to try to live by. Um, but in and of itself, it is, it's not the whole picture. Okay. It's a good first step, but we can't just stop there. Okay. Um, just living by the motto, do no harm. Um, like I said, it's a good first step, but we have to also try to actively do good. The fact I'm hiding in my closet. I am. I'm fully well hiding in my closet. Um, it is what it is. Um, 
it is important that we actively try to do good things, to do good to people. Um, so I'm going to have another scripture to back up that principle for you ladies, okay? Um, and this comes from the book of James, and that is chapter 2 and verses 14 through 17, okay? Um, and that says, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Um, can faith alone save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, then what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Okay, so firstly, we have to make sure that in whatever it is that we are doing, we are loving others with an agape love and that we do them no harm. No matter what it is that we do, we do them no harm. Secondly, we have to go out and do good works. Okay, um... So, it's basically like, it's, it's like you have all talk and no action, right? That's, that's what that is. The importance of following up, doing no harm with good works is, it's like putting your money where your mouth is, you know? Um, you can say good things all day. You can stop yourself from saying bad things all day, but if you don't follow that up with actions, then it's just lip service, right? Um, so there's that, there's that, okay? Um, so another thing that I wanted to kind of um, support this do no harm with is... Um, It's that we're supposed we're supposed to do good, um, and we're supposed to help others whenever we have the opportunity. Oh, sorry, nobody saw nothing, right? Nobody saw anything. Y'all don't say nothing. My bad. Um, we're still good, right? Just tell me if we're still good. Okay, Sarah's laughing. She's obviously still here. Okay. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so we're supposed to do good and help others when we have the opportunity. Okay. Um, that's part of what love is, right? A selfless service kind of love. An unconditional service, selfless kind of love. Um, and love, love is essential in building the type of church that crossed. I think I just heard somebody yell. 
That's why I'm hiding in my closet, Andrea. Um, we're having a very excited kind of evening here. Um, so love, agape love, is essential to building the type of church that Christ wanted us to build here on earth, okay? Um, the And the closer, the fact is, the closer that we get to being the church that Christ is aiming for when he said, I will build my church, it, it draws people in. The more likely that we will be able to welcome people towards God rather than pushing them away. Okay. Um, rather than pushing them away because, you know, let's, let's think about this rationally for just a few minutes. How many times do you have someone in your life that says, um, call me, I'll be there if you need anything. And then you call and they don't come, you know, they have no, uh, follow through. They have no action. They have nothing to back it up with. Um, or for example, um, I had in, on Tuesday night in marriage class, we talked about a very good point and it was, um, if we treat our spouses horribly and then we tell people that God will love them the way that we love our spouse, then why would someone want to be saved? Why would somebody want to be close to God if he's going to love them the way we love our spouse? Like we're called to do in the Bible, you know, um, it's that, that, that one's kind of hard to talk about, you know, um, so firstly, we are doing our spouse harm. And secondly, we're, we would not be showing them an agape love, which is how Christ expects us to love ourselves and love one another. Um, and through that is how he's going to build his church through us. Um, so if we are not being very, very strict with ourselves and we are not um, having self-control. Um, but then we're, we're also at the same time running around and professing that we're Christians and that if you will just act like me and love your spouse, like I do and, and live like I live, then you'll have a great, wonderful life like Christ wants you to have. But the fruit of our lives is actually awful. No, nobody wants to live your life because it's stressful and it's chaotic and it's sad and it's miserable and you and your spouse don't get along and um, your kids don't want to be with you and you don't want to be with your kids and, you know, you don't want to go to work or or whatever. Um, if we're running around and we're telling people you should be Christian and you should be close to God and and um, I'm a Christian, look at me. And, and they look at you and you're, you gossip or, um, are just less than honest, um, or you make jokes about your friends behind their back 
or you make jokes about your husband behind his back or in front of his face even. I've done it, ladies. I've seen me do it, okay? I have seen me do it. Um, then why would, why would somebody want to be like that? They don't, you know? Um, we are not, that is not God's light shining, <laughs> in us, through us. That is not us operating in agape love. That is us literally running around doing all the harm and no good to anybody, most especially ourselves. Um, so I kind of, I kind of want to, um, leave you ladies with this last scripture. Okay. Um, and it comes from, uh, Galatians, all right? And it is Galatians chapter 6 and verses uh, 7 through 10. Okay, and it says, um, Do not be deceived, for God is not mocked. Um, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Okay, so this is this is going to be shockingly short and sweet by my standards. Um, but in all things, ladies, I want you to use this filter, okay? First things first is what I am about to do harmful to myself or to others or ac even accidentally to others. Um if the answer is anything less than a resounding no, don't do it. Okay. Um, just don't do it. If, if, um, if you're uh, thinking about being lazy, okay, something tiny. If you're thinking about uh, getting off work and being lazy um, because you've had a hard day, I get it. I understand. So many of us get it. We understand we're, we're women. We wear a lot of hats for a lot of people. Um, but maybe you gave your spouse your word and said, yeah, when I leave work, I'll stop by the pharmacy and pick up your medicine. And then you get to the end of the day and you're thinking, oh God, I just can't do it. I just, ugh, I can't do it. I want to go home and I want to sprawl out on my couch and I want to do nothing. I want to just be like a zombie for five minutes at least. Okay. Um, so in something as small as that, if you gave your word and you said, yes, I will do this. And then you end up not doing it, then you have caused harm because you have not kept your word. And you have betrayed your own integrity. Okay. Um, another thing. If you are telling someone, I love you so much. I'll, I'll do anything for you. Um, 
and then they get really down on their luck, you know, and they, they're reaching out because they're literally at the end of their rope. And you know, this, you know, this, they are at the end of their rope and you say, I love you. I'm here for you. I will come running when you call and they call because their life is falling apart and you go, well, I really can't because you weren't at church on Sunday. That's a condition, you know, um, that's not agape love. Um, that's you putting a human condition on what is supposed to be Christ's love shining through you, um, which circles back around to do no harm. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I, I want you ladies to maybe integrate this into your prayers. Okay. Ask God to use that as a filter um, for you and for your thoughts and for your actions and for your words. Um, you know, when you are praying, ask him, God, I don't know what I'm about to say. I don't know what to do, but I do know one thing. And that is walking into this situation Walking into this uh, family gathering where you know you're going to be triggered. Um, going into work when you know it's like the end of the month and you got a lot of stuff you got to wrap up or whatever. You ask God, Lord, if it is going to do harm, stop me in my tracks. Shut my mouth. Do not let me speak. Do not let me act. Make me dumb. Make me mute. Make me immovable. Make me immobile. Stop me from doing harm. Whatever that may look like, God, do, I'm asking you to help me do no harm first. Do no harm. Secondly, you ask God, Lord, first, Stop me from doing harm. Secondly, fill me with your agape love and let it pour out of me. Let it pour out of my mouth. Let me be your instrument in this situation and use me, God, to build your church here on earth. Okay? Um, I smell dinner. It smells good. I got to go. <laughs> um, so my husband and I have been going through several situations this year, about the last 12 months or so. And it's been interesting and a lot. And he and I have to remind each other, you shouldn't say that because that could be misconstrued as harmful. You're not going to get the message across with that tone, with that face, with that, with those words, especially those are not appropriate words. Um, don't say them. Um, and sometimes just having a blockade in your way that stops you from doing harm first 
removes additional barriers that would prevent you from doing good works, you know? Um, so I just, I just kind of wanted to share that with you ladies today. Um, first do no harm. And secondly, do good works with agape love from the Lord. Okay. Unconditional, genuine, servant hearted works. Okay. And I'm not saying stretch yourself too thin, um, because I've seen me do it. <laughs> I used to be the world's worst about overcommitting myself because I thought I was supposed to say yes to everybody and be a people pleaser. And then, you know, I would find myself broken and empty and I had nothing else to give. But most especially, I had nothing else to give to the Lord, you know. Um, and so that includes yourself, you know, do, do no harm to yourself. Um, because if you're a broken mess, what good are you to someone else? How do you show God's agape love to someone else? If, if you've harmed yourself mentally or emotionally or, uh, spiritually even, um, so that's it ladies. I'm going to hop off of here and I hope that this was a, just a gentle reminder and a little bit of encouragement, um, you know, to just use as a filter first, do no harm to yourself or to anyone else. And secondly, ask God to fill you with his agape love so that you can spread it to others. All right. I love you ladies very much and I'll see you very soon.